it's stressful, man. It's stressful to go to work and have people yell at you, have people try to fight you, have, you know, the, the public, you know, feel a certain kind of way, um, have all the stress <laughs> with um, your supervisors. Hey, man, you, you're, you're late on your report or this or that. And then have to worry about how are you going to make ends meet? listening to the black and blue podcast a discussion and celebration of the roles of african-americans and other minorities in u.s law enforcement your host on the black and blue podcast is dale peters a law enforcement professional with over 20 years experience in the business hop on board this black and blue train of interviews current events and pop culture conversations so get ready the black and blue podcast is coming at you right now what up, Black and Blue fam? Welcome to the latest edition of the Black and Blue Podcast, where we celebrate diversity in U.S. law enforcement. My name is Dale, and I'm the host. Thank you for tuning in today. Today's episode is going to be a banger. Trust on that. Uh, but before we get into that, let me ask you first, please click those like, subscribe, and bell icons right down here on my YouTube channel. And if you listen to me on your favorite podcast platform of choice, be sure to rate the Black and Blue Podcast five stars. And lastly, make sure you check me out on any one of my social media pages for even more content. You can find me everywhere at Black and Blue US. Alright, so like I said earlier, I got a banger for you today. He is a recently retired agent from the Georgia Bureau of Investigation and now helps first responders, military, and others achieve financial independence. So Black and Blue fam, please help me welcome to the show, Lamont Bynum. Yeah, How you doing, sir? Doing well. I'm doing well. How you doing, Bill? Uh, I can't call it. I can't call it. It's uh, it's October and it's still 100 degrees out here in SoCal. So. <laughs> really? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Okay. Wow. Yeah, that global warming. It, it, it's a real thing. It's real. It's real. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's All a right. real thing, man. I I can't wait for it to cool down, man. How, how's it going out there in Georgia? Fantastic. It's finally starting to cool down. Um, you know, it's been hot as Hades the last couple of months, but it's now it's finally getting to that nice autumn thing coming in. So we're loving it. We're loving it. All right. All right. So, yeah, like I said in the intro there that uh, you are retired from the Georgia Bureau of Investigation. Uh, I know what that is, but maybe not everybody watching and listening does. What What is the Georgia Bureau of Investigation? You know, essentially... <laughs> What we uh, what we would always tell people is um, we are essentially the state FBI. Um, we do you know, the FBI does. We just don't make the money. So, uh, <laughs> you know, we, we are pretty much the backup to um, local jurisdictions here. And um, we help out everything from corruption to officer involved shootings um, to major uh, criminal investigations. We're purely an investigative agency. So. Okay. All right. And you, you retired how long ago? Months ago. Just just months. in April. Months ago. Yeah. It's recently recently retired. Uh, you know, my my it's it's one of those things that just woke up. I realized everything is glorious, everything is set. Um you know, financially 
in a very, very, very good, you know, place. And I was just done. And that was my goal to eventually a place where I'm just in. I never thought that would happen. I truly thought I would just die with my boots and my, my shield in my hand. But I, I got, I've, I've gotten to a different, different place. All right. All right. And how long did you do over there? So with uh, GBI, I did 12 years, um, over, you know, military and uh, law enforcement over 32 years. Uh, okay. I was I served as an officer in the United States Marine Corps and uh, various different agencies, you know, back east where I'm from. All right. All right. And uh, thank you for your service. Yes, yes. Marine Corps to say uh, once a devil dog, always a devil dog, right? Yeah, one of one of my buddies always reminds me of that <laughs> every single time I talk to him. So. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the good man, good man. I like yeah, that. I like yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. Good deal. <laughs> for real, for real. And uh, so you say you originally from back east, not not the south. Where, where are you originally from? I'm originally from Delaware, and uh, Delaware. You know, everybody's always asking me what state is that in. You know, it's <laughs> yeah, what state is know, Delaware? I, yeah, exactly. I'm. I'm and people almost never meet anybody from Delaware. I'm originally, you know, from Newcastle County, Delaware, and served there as a as a police officer. Uh, I actually started in uh, Ocean City, Maryland. Uh, that was my original journey, um, and then uh, came back and served uh, my hometown uh, county force before eventually moving on to the uh, Marine Corps. So. Okay. Oh, so you you served as a as a police officer and then went to the military. Oh and yeah. Got out well, and then yeah, yeah. I was served, served as. A, uh, yeah, I served in actually Ocean City, Maryland. I actually got an opportunity to serve as a, an undercover detective. That was my first duty, uh, really, when I didn't know what I was doing. And eventually came home to uh, Newcastle County, served for years, and um, decided, hey, uh, great department. This is not this is not growth. This is not going to be growth for me. Uh, and always wanted to join the military. My degree, and then you know moved on to the to the Marine Corps. Okay, all right. And uh, what'd you do in the military? A little bit, a little bit of everything. I started off as an, a military police officer. Um, I was in charge of military police, um, and this is prior to nine eleven. Nine eleven happened, and the military wasn't as it was now. We were. <laughs> We were in peacetime, not quite as you know efficient as effective. We were we were good, um, uh, but right after nine eleven, you know, the military re realized that we had some intelligence gaps, so they pushed a lot of you know us officers over to the military and, and did some we did some work uh, in that field. So nice, nice, and then uh, and then you. Got out eventually, and then uh, you decided you, you wanted to go back to serving as a police officer. Is that right? That's right. Yeah. So, actually, um, actually went through the FBI um, process. Um, that's when they were right after nine eleven. They everybody in and you know fast tracking. Okay. Decided um, that was really not for me. I always wanted to be a drug cop. And got bitten early by the whole drug cop thing, but 9-11, DEA was not hiring. Um, and uh, my whole family, while I was in the military, had moved to Georgia, uh, Atlanta area. And um, so I came into Atlanta 
and uh, actually worked at a local bar and said, hmm, I think I could do this and uh, decided, hey, let me try my, you know, I had always been an entrepreneur and decided, let me open up a bar and restaurant. Um, little did I know, I didn't know what I didn't know. So um, <laughs> right. tried that. It, it was it was deeply successful, but a lot of work. Um, and then came back to law enforcement and, and continued to, to really hone my, my entrepreneur um, skills and, and keep keep pressing on my, my career in, in law enforcement. So that's my first love for sure. Okay. All right. And then, um, so you did that for a little while in, in, in Atlanta and then mm -hmm. eventually got on with GBI. And, uh, yeah. you, you mentioned earlier, you, you got bitten by the, the bug to want to be a drug cop. Um, mm. you know, DEA didn't work out. I'm sure you did a little bit of that in GBI. What, what, what's your, what's your thoughts now in 2023 about, uh, you know, about narcotics? I know, um, you know, a lot of a lot of drugs are being declassified as as being Schedule One or being illegal. You know, what, yeah, main yeah, one yeah, being yeah. Mine, uh, uh, being uh, uh, marijuana, but you know, there's some other ones as well. A lot of a lot of drugs, at least here in here in California, uh, unless you're selling kilos of it, you you're not, yeah. you're not really getting you're not right. really getting prosecuted much on it. What's your thoughts on that now? Yeah, you know. So uh, as a matter of fact, you know. Uh, she served on um, DEA task force, you know, twice. I served a total of eight years um, when I was with uh, Gwinnett County Police Department. And then when I moved over to, uh, you know, GBI. So I got to see, you know, a full spectrum of, you know, um, when I was a baby narc, low, low level stuff, all the way, you know, up to major enterprise, major um, international, you know, drug trafficking. Um Man, I mean, that is a really complex question. Um, you know, I uh, yeah. <laughs> what what is the answer really? <laughs> um, yeah, we never really see these you know quick thoughts on on these issues um, like marijuana, but we really hey you know we'll focus on the money and not really how to actually you know implement this whole thing. So truthfully, we kind of half-ass it, and then you know people inevitably you know get hurt. Um, I wish we could you know you know are there things that uh, marijuana could help out? I don't know. That's not my you know they they say they do. Um, I just wish if we were going to go that route, let's let's really um, implement the process and make sure that we just don't look at the money and create bigger problems. You know, you have Colorado and Oregon and all these other places that looked at the money and, you know, you had unintended consequences. Um, it became a very big industry to grow out in Oregon and then ship it out in Georgia where, you know, um, you made five times, you know, what you would make in Oregon and all these legalized, you know, you know uh, states like California, Oregon, and Colorado. I, I just wish they would put more brand or into what are the unintended consequences and what are we really trying to do so uh, i got you yeah yeah but uh you know the the, the big one now is fentanyl for sure yeah. that, that's definitely something that uh needs to be regulated uh because you know people are ODing and dying on the on yeah. the daily you yeah, know my my, de my uh department we've got i don't know five ods a day that we gotta respond to so it's it's, wow. it's crazy wow wow yeah yeah, we, you know, um, 
it's just it's a serious problem here. Georgia is one of the you one of the center hubs, you know, of you know for the West Coast now, as it was as the East Coast. Um, and yeah, we've had a major problem with you know uh, fentanyl overdoses. Um, you know, fortunately, they've come up with some strategies to try to answer it and try to actually attack these folks and try to trace all the way back and, and hold people responsible. But you are absolutely right. Um, it, it's just one of those things until you really come up with a strategy, a really comprehensive strategy, instead of you probably this, Dale, people just kind of plug in holes, run into yeah. the next fire. And they're constantly, that's the, that's the whole, that is honestly the whole career of uh, us in law enforcement. Um, go over to this fire, handle this business, go over here and then, you know, handle that issue, come back, back and forth, back and forth, back and forth with not a really of strategy. So, um, it, it's unfortunate, man. Yeah, it is. It is. So, uh, what, what kind of drew you to the profession in the first place? Had you always wanted to be in law enforcement? Did, did, uh, did you have a mentor? Did somebody kind of push you that way? Did you, man, what, what, I, what's your story? Yeah, it wasn't, it wasn't even, there was like no doubt. Um, that was just like me, you know, um, just, I, I had no doubt, no question. Um, my mother was a teacher. My dad was a teacher. My stepfather, you know, were, were teachers. Um, but I, I always knew I wanted to serve and I always knew I wanted to be in law enforcement. was no doubt. Now, the only requirement my mother said was I had to get my degree. Uh, other than that, she would be, you know, behind me. I actually said I wanted two things. I wanted to be in law enforcement. I wanted to be wealthy. And to my mother's credit, she, she, uh, she really empowered me. I didn't know, you know, this was a big deal. But she said that, that that was possible. So I never had a limiting belief in my head. I just like, cool. I get to do what I really want to do is protect people and, and chase bad guys and be, uh, you know, like Batman. And uh, I'll also be able to uh, make a lot of money. So. All right. Like, like yeah. Batman. Huh? Like Batman. <laughs> absolutely. Absolutely. You know, well, you, my... you, you do kind of got that low raspy voice, which you said. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. All right. <laughs> Take you it. just don't have to you just don't have the billions like uh like you not, not yet not yet we are yeah, yeah. definitely working on it truly truly, yeah, truly. Yeah, we're we gonna get into that we're gonna yes. get into that that's a good that's a good segue right mm -hmm. there good segue right there so um yep. so you, you went down to atlanta you finally got in the, in the gbi um right. what 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 made you want to look in the gbi what uh had you worked with them uh yeah as, yeah that's, uh, as that's another that's officer you know worked alongside them man you know i i, I um Again, that kind of goes parts and parcel with my entrepreneur uh, journey. It allowed me to really, you know, my vision for my life, my career. I wasn't stuck. So I knew I had a clear vision of where I wanted to go. I, you know, the reason I went and got my degree was, you know, I wanted to be a professional investigator. Um, I always wanted to be a detective, you know, um, you know, the, the street cops, man, that's the best. That's some, some hard work, you know, day to day. Um, absolutely. And we couldn't do it out. But I also but I, I but I knew I wanted to be an investor. I wanted to be, you know, sneaking around corners and doing all that cool stuff. Um, and so. It 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 allowed me to put myself and, and kind of move to certain agencies that gave me the opportunity. Eventually, I worked for an agency. Uh, Gwinnett County Police Department that really opened up um, and gave me the opportunity to work on some serious um, complex investigations. Um, it gave me an opportunity to work with DEA. 
And eventually, you know, I crossed paths with, with several agents, you know, on, on some of my cases. And, and you need to come over here, and this is all we do, and we have a lot of fun, and really sold it to me. Um, and I was like, okay, you know, I didn't. At the time, they were making significantly less. Um, and uh, But, I, I, you know, fortunately, I was able to, to make that jump and not worry about it. I, I saw the big picture, like, man, this is a, this is a glorious agency with a, a standing mission and seemed to be, you know, you know, you know, some great people. So I was able to kind yeah. of move and, and, and follow that path. Okay. All right. And then, uh, so you had a great career. What, what, what sort of investigation did you handle over there? Uh, so, you know, again, I, you know, my first love was definitely narcotics. And so I had developed some, some skills into, um, all the way from street level narcotics up to, you know, uh, international trafficking, you know, level narcotics. Um, I did a lot of, you know, T3 or uh, wiretap investigations. Um, I was yapping on a, over a hundred, um, uh, wiretap investigations. Eventually I kind of, I always like to kind of project the future. I don't want to be, you know, caught in my, well, my pants. I could see the future of, Hey man, I'm not always going to be a young cat, but I always wanted to stay in narcotics or be, you know, contribute. And so I started to develop an interest in, in, in the money because that's really where, you know, you're going to hurt them. A lot of these cats, man, they'll, they'll sit down for a couple of years. They don't really care. I started to see that if you really want to hurt them, you take the money. You took the mm-hmm. motivator behind them. And boy, man, after a couple of these investigations, uh, and we would seize, you know, a couple hundred thousand and maybe a million. That's really what disturbed them. And oh. so that's where I got a, 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 the bug. Um, I started to develop um, an expertise in money laundering. Eventually, um, was one of the foremost um, experts in money laundering for the state. I actually taught internationally. Um, went over to the Republic of Georgia uh, and taught uh, for years uh, there in law enforcement to how to track and investigate money laundering. Um, so it's pretty cool. Oh, that's cool. I mean, you went from yeah, Georgia yeah. to Georgia. You could say I'm yeah, a yeah, Georgian yeah. already. <laughs> right. Exactly. Funny story about that. When they came to ask me, when I I got asked while while I was over uh, with GBI, I had a, a supervisor call me up and and um, actually sent me an email. Hey, um, I guess he had heard through the bureau that uh, you know I, I was the guy teaching all this and explaining you know the concepts of money laundering. And uh, he says one day, Hey, will you teach a class? You know. Uh, in Georgia, money laundering. I said, absolutely. And then he says in there, um, do you have your passport? And I was ha ha. Knowing I'm from like, you know, up north, right? I'm thinking he's like, okay, you know, anywhere south of it is considered, you know, another country to me, right? So I say, right. ha ha ha. And, and I guess he realizes I'm not getting it. Uh, or maybe he's clear. He picks up the phone and says, no, no, I'm I'm." Do you have a passport? I mean, the Republic of Georgia. I'm like, oh man, this is serious. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, it was pretty interesting. But good people, phenomenal people, man. They are serious. Uh, former Soviet Union. They love Americans, man, and they are serious about law enforcement and getting and doing the right thing. So that's what's up. That's what's up. Yeah, I see. You got uh, you know, you got a little plaque back there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, when you're on the task force, that's exactly day. right. That's right. Yeah, yeah man. that's what's that's up. Right. Um, I worked with, yeah, I worked the task force here. Look behind me here, uh, right there, a little plaque there. 
Okay. Um, I, I was on a major task force as well. And then, nice, you know, nice. you get a little things of money back that's there. Right. So that's, right. that's, that's what right. we would do. We, hit, yeah. we would hit the money. They, you know, we would hit, sometimes we would hit 100 kilos of, you know, either meth or, yeah. or Coke or whatever. And they like, oh, that, that's good, but where's the money? <laughs> where's know? the money? Right. I love it yeah. when they say, I love when, yeah. when chiefs and the, and the executives would be, hey, man. It ain't about the money, man. And they pull that. You you knew, like, come on, man. Yeah. Come on. And then whenever there was a fight, man, they weren't fighting over those kilos and who sees that. They were fighting over the money. Exactly. Who, who got exactly. the money? So, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that's, that's asset forfeiture right there, you know. Almost Get definitely. Get, you know, buying that's stuff right. with that's it. Right. So, that's you know, right. It is what it is. So, it is. I just so, wish they uh, were, you know, I wish they were more on it because we could really do some damage. Uh, we just. Right. I think cops get a little bit, you know, we all do, uh, but really, you know, cops get really freaked out about, um, you know, money. And so, you know, that's just, you know. Yeah. All right. So next question, the great segue there. I keep talking about great segues there. And yeah. I heard the little, little, little voice in the background there. What's family life for you? Man, yeah. <laughs> family life is good. Um, my my little girl, my little puppy girl, you know, she's coming over <laughs> to my little puppy girl, Gracie. She she loves her daddy, but uh, I, I, I blended out. I've got a, a wonderful, um, you know, you know, um, blended family. I'd say that is just absolutely amazing. It brings um, three children with me, and I've got my two boys. Uh, we live here in um, East Cobb, and it's, it's just a blessing, man. Just a blessing. That's great, and, it's a, and and they like having you home a little bit more than they when do. We're at GBI yeah, a little yeah, bit, right? Yeah, yeah, absolutely. It's weird now getting adjusted again. And like I said, I, I, um, I'm transitioning from you know this year, um, and so um, it's weird. You know, you got to ask off for everything. You know, um, and you don't realize my whole life has been in in the public sector. Um, you don't realize, and <laughs> she is. Well, yeah. What? 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 What is that? That is that is my master. That's my master. She is just. Oh. Yeah, yeah. She's. Those are those are some uh, big big dogs right there. Big massive dogs. Yeah, yeah. Is is yeah. is isn't it adult? is she is seven years old so oh wow so she's big already oh yeah most definitely nice 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 yeah yeah so um so you've you've transitioned in retirement and into a new line of work what let's talk about that now what what uh what are you doing now in retirement yeah so you know i kind of mentioned the, the whole time um you know i had some great mentors when i started as a baby cop and uh, one of the things that they that really, that really sank into me is, man, you, you got to make sure you at least control um, one income stream. And that stuck with me throughout my career. So the whole time I, I've always, even in the military, I've always had some kind of, um, you know, income stream coming in, um, you know, whether that was marketing or training or um, you know, computers, whatever, and real estate. And now, um, that's what I do. Um, besides, we buy real estate and we buy you know, cash flowing businesses. And, and now we help first responders kind of do the same. Um, and, you know, we, we help them mentally, 
Uh, we help them, you know, figure out this whole strategy and understand that this is pretty simple. It's the concept of actually pretty simple compared to what we do on a day to day basis. Um, a lot get tripped up, like, oh, it's confusing, da 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 da. But truthfully, if I replaced your, your policies and procedures on day one of the academy and taught you everything, um, and at the end of those 16, you know, 22 weeks, you'd be a pretty, you know, pretty competent, competent you know, entrepreneur. And then to have somebody help you and kind of walk you through like it, as you were on the FTO program, um, you'd feel pretty, really pretty good. And within a year, you'd have this whole you know, entrepreneur you know, business thing mastered. And that's what we offer. We, we, you know, when I was leaving, my income was substantially higher. Um, and I just wanted to run off to the sunset. My fiance was like, hey, look, if you don't really offer yourself out there, who are they going to talk to? They can't really, really, all they have is these gurus and nobody's kind of done it. They're kind of saying everything's easy, get rich quick, you know, passive income, yada, yada, yada. They don't have that's kind of done it and been in the seat and actually have all the stresses and high issues they got to deal with, you know, enough time, enough perceived money, not enough knowledge. They've got somebody that they can actually talk to, talk about, hey, man, I got to go to, you know, in service and I got to shoot. So, you know, how do I actually analyze a business? How do I, you know, deal with being on patrol and being on, you know, morning watch, you know, and and manage real estate? How do I, you know, and all of this and no, hey, man, I, I've been there. I know exactly what you're going through. Um, let's get it. And also to, to be coaching them uh, make excuses, because truthfully, real estate, this this. Uh, entrepreneur thing is much easier uh, than people, you know, set it out to be. Um, my, my thing is, we are creative problem solvers. So it's a matter of hey, having somebody uh, that you trust sit you kind of say, okay, let's do this. Let's come up with your vision, what you want in your life. Um, a lot of us want to leave, but it would sure be a lot more pleasurable and a lot more enjoyable weren't worried it sure was for me and that would be that's what i want as my gift is i offer that to, to um those out there to, like hey it's stressful man it's stressful to go to work and have people yell at you have people try to fight you have you know the the public you know feel a certain kind of way um have all the stress with um your supervisors hey man you you're you're late on your report or this or that and then have to worry about how are you going to make ends meet and still try to be a balanced person and not feel totally attacked. But when you're not having to worry about like your income, and you're not having to trade your time, your, your precious time for a little bit of money and you kind of understand some principles of getting some leverage, um, this job becomes a hell of a lot more enjoyable and you really get more out of it and instead of it letting it you know let it be you because now you're with the best of it yeah we all know we we kind of know what the game is uh we know there's some 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 issues but when we are able to um you know have that and not really feel my trap we have options man we can just you know do what we want to do and that, that kind of especially for for us and when I say us, you know, uh, we are we are an anomaly.
and um, it's not equal. It's just not like just right. People can be like, oh, you know, it's just not. Don't don't even don't even go there. But for me, my resume was tight. You know, education wise, I mean, I I, I went and achieved a bachelor's. I went and got my my master's. You know, professionally, I pushed myself. You know, financially, you know, I pushed myself. So I had options and I definitely faced those issues, you know, racism and kind of like this or that. Um, but I had options. I could just be like either I'm not going to take it and you're not going to talk to me this way or you're not going to treat me this way. Or I could just be like, you know, bunk it. See ya. And, but I had options. And you know, a lot of us don't have options. That's the, that's the worst thing. You know? Right, right. Is, is was that the kind of the impetus of your your retirement was you know you kind of uh felt that hey i don't need this anymore and and i can go do this other thing or or you, you just realized it was, it was a time it's a young That's, man's game and, and now it's time oh man see dale why you gotta go you know i feel <laughs> hey, like hey i'm just man, I, look, look, hey, I'm, I'm in the same boat saying, i'm in the same boat i'm 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 about a year away on, man. what you talking about <laughs> i'm about a year away man <laughs> Yeah, so, so I, I'm, I'm I'm there. I know what you I know what you're talking about. I know what you're feeling. You know, um, actually, so here's what happened. I, you know, um, no, everything was everything was lovely, um, and what I hadn't admitted to a lot of people was uh, two years um, I had been torn. I'd feeling like okay, it's time to go to the next chapter. But my identity was so wrapped in being in law enforcement. Um, and then something happened where my fiance took me down to a mastermind. And to be in this mastermind, um, you've got to be a millionaire, right? And so she loved introducing these entrepreneurs and being like, "Oh, he's in the GBI." They don't they don't know the difference between you know GBI and FBI. And so they have all these stories, right? And uh, they want to hear all these cool stories. And I, I tell them a couple of things, and then. Uh, five minutes they're in the talking to you know about their yachts and the ferraris and jets and they are not bragging that's just life for them right now and something hit me on the drive uh, you know on on the way back that what am i doing i got this golden opportunity you know where i can really grow this this massive organization and have impact on other people's lives um you know the companies that we, we have established and I'm just kind of futzing around. I'm just, yes, we, I, I'm comfortable. And that was the problem. You know, that's what happens is you get comfortable. That's when things happen. Bad things happen. If you're not constantly pushing yourself, um, you, you are susceptible. You are weak and people can challenge you and, and things can be taken away. And I realized I was in a, a truthfully for God, like here, here's all these opportunities. And I wasn't pushing myself. And not that, you know, things are really important. It was really the, the um, ability to grow um, businesses, employ people, and, and give other people opportunities that I was just kind of playing around with, and it, it just hit me. And then this year, I had to ask off for something, and I'm filling it out, and I'm realizing that I have to ask mission for a job that pays me at the time, like net, I was netting $5,000, you know, and after everything's taken out and I'm making that every single day, my companies are netting me $5,000 a day. And I'm like, this doesn't even make any sense to me. 
And I'm a grown ass man asking permission. I just it hit me wrong. It's like, you know what? I, I, you know, I'm not getting abused. I'm not this. It's, it was hard to justify. It was it was time for a new chapter. And, and I was it was definitely a blessing to not be in a certain way where, OK, you know, bad things happen. I get injured or anything else. I could just it was my decision now, which was very, very cool. I'm definitely blessed and, and, and fortunate um, that I got to realize that. And I think it just was. Uh, one of those things that, um, you know, God lays out that, that, that path for you. And it's, it's, are you open, ready to receive and ready to move on? So, right. And I was comfortable yeah. with it. It was very cool. So, yeah. Yeah. I think you, uh, you relayed a story once about, uh, when your when your coworkers kind of realized about your financial situation. Yeah. Yeah. Very cool. You know, we, you know, we talk about our, our times on the task force and everything and doing wires and I had done, for years and years, done a ton of wiretap investigations and a lot of surveillance, as you know. Um, so this year, yeah, this year, um, which is funny, it was a, uh, at the beginning of the year, we're out on surveillance. It's a drug investigation. We're following a guy all around Atlanta. Um, we're trying to figure out where is he going? He's a, is he a runner? What's he got money in it? He's carrying a bag. He's actually on a motorcycle. And he's, he's got a knapsack. Um, and... We're in through the city. He ends up pulling into this laundry mat, gets out, and, uh, you know, we're all set up and trying to figure out what's going on. I tell, the, I tell the team, hey, look, I'll be off the radio for a little bit, you know, and then 10 minutes later, I come back on. I'm like, hey, it's, it's John Doe. He lives at 123 Main Street. You know, uh, I got his, you know, numbers and his counts, yada, yada, yada. And I'm like, What? Anyway, surveillance continues, and you know we we do what we're going to do. Um, we, we end the day. They didn't really want to know about anything else about the investigation. They wanted to know how did I know? What how did you what this crap? I was like, no, he just happened to go into my laundry mat. That's that's my laundry mat. Told me you know you know who the guy was and had all the information. So that was it was it was really bizarre. It was a weird way to kind of uh, end things in my career. Uh, and after that, they you know. They, they, most of them had known that I, w I was not sure I had things. I didn't really, I didn't broadcast it out. I didn't drive in any of my cars. I didn't really uh, do any of that. And um, I would offer information if they asked me, but I, I just didn't. This was the first time where, like, oh my God. Yeah. That's, you know, so that was pretty cool. That was pretty cool. So did any of them, you know, kind of inquire about, you know, how you could help them afterwards? They did, actually. You know, and I, right now, I, uh, like several of the agents are clients, um, you know, of mine and, um, they're doing really, really well. Um, and that's the thing, um, they realize, and it's, you know, I'm not gonna come to me. I definitely can help you. I definitely can, you know, help you with your vision and get you in and help you get on a path of uh, financial freedom. Um, but it's gotta be yours. I'm not, I don't tell you what to do. It has nothing to do with me. I, I've got people that are, are, that are all, you know, writing books, I've got people that are, have e-coms, several people that have podcasts are doing you know, really extremely well. Um, speakers, we've got, you know, again, we have a, uh, a chief of police that is, is starting this week, and he's got a phenomenal program. And I, this is not a $10 million business in the next two years. I, then I don't know what is because, you know, I've just got some really cool stuff. 
a ton of guys, a ton of buying businesses. That's that's our core. What we do is buy businesses, cash flowing business, and we just teach people, hey, um, being a business owner is not about you working day to day. That's that's a job. You know, being a business owner is really, you know, employing somebody else to run your business. That's a business owner, and we explain that and, and set that up and, and teach them. Hey, you might make less than if you were working in the business, but guess what? You got scale and you got a lifestyle. You can continue to do your passion if that's, you know, in law enforcement, great. Or if that's traveling now because you don't, you're not tied to a place, that's great too. Um, mm. But that's really what, you know, being a business uh, owner is all about. And a lot of times, even current business owners um, kind of have that wrong. Um, they're a slave business. They have a job. So going out for a pay job and working for, you know, exchanging your time for money is not the way you must control. We want those people to, to preach the gospel, to be out there and say, Hey, no, 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 there's a better way. Yes. You yeah. must continue to serve, but that doesn't mean you have to be broke. So that's what's up. That's what's yeah, up. Yeah. Yeah. I love doing your, yeah. I love this podcast. I love, you know, I, I, man, um, Hey man, I talk to you offline about this, man. This is this is good stuff. I've been listening to a lot of your episodes. I'm like, man, this guy's got something right here. Hey man, it's it's all because of you know guests like you to come on and have different experiences to relate. So you know, I'm I'm just a conduit. I'm just a conduit. (laughs) A very talented conduit. I like it. A very very talented conduit. Yeah, man. You you're out there in California, so you're not there in Hollywood. I'm you know. I, I can see you, man, having your own show. What are your What are your big aspirations, by the way? My big big aspirations, really, just to to grow this this show for one, and uh, taking as many as many directions as I can. I've got you know a awesome. couple different segments that I'm that I'm starting to spin off. So we'll, we'll see yeah. where they go. Very very cool. I love it. I love yeah. it. I love yeah. it. Yes. All right, Lamont. Hey, man, I appreciate you coming on and 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 spousing some some great knowledge for all of us out here to to be able to grow financially and, and, you know, mentally and emotionally as well. So, you know, that all helps with mental wellness and all that as well. But Most Hey bro, you, you, you are not done. Like I told you earlier, um, I got a little game here for you. So let's get this started here for you. <laughs> oh man. You ain't gonna make me look. Yeah. <laughs> no, you, you good, man. So, uh, it's our game here today. Black or blue, black or blue, black or blue, black or blue. Alright, this is my black or blue game in your category today, Lamont, is attempt to locate the ATL, 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 and in, my, in my department we call ATLs attempt to locate, so your category specifically is pro athletes in Atlanta, I'm going to give you a name of an athlete in Atlanta, and you tell me were they a part of the Atlanta Braves, were they a part of the Atlanta Falcons, or were they a part of the Atlanta Hawks? All right, let's bring it. So, ATL and the ATL. Like right, you got that? I got it. I got it. All right, you, you should do good here. All right, so here's your first athlete, Julio Jones. Oh, come on. This is the Falcons. The Falcons, baby. Yeah, he's definitely a Falcon. Yeah, yeah. See, see his face there. If you didn't get that, you, he would <laughs> give you that side. All that's right, right that's right. Slap me upside my head, man. All right. 
So off to a, a good start here. How about your next one here? How about the John Smokes? Oh, man. On that. This baby's the Braves. Braves all the way. Atlanta Braves. Nice. Good Hall of Famer. Smokes. All right. How about uh, your next one here? How about uh, Andrew Jones? Oh, They're two for two going on with the, the Braves, man. Another great player. Another great player. Yep. He's another Atlanta Brave. All right. Three for three. These might be too easy for you here. All right. Let's, let's see if we can trip you up. Come on here. How about uh, Trey Young? Oh, look at He's a hawk, man. He's a good dude. Yeah. Really turn that team around, man. Trey Young is an Atlanta Hawk. All right. How about uh, Tony Gonzalez? Tony Gonzalez, man. You know, Kansas City to the Falcons. Absolutely. Yep. Definitely a Falcon. Yep. Definitely a Falcon. One of the greatest tight ends. Absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. About the Dikembe Mutombo. Um, Mutombo is, you know, another hawk. Another, you know, another legend. Here. Another hawk. Yep. Atlanta hawk there. No, no, no. That's right. <laughs> with the finger, yeah. <laughs> Great defensive uh, center there with uh, Atlanta and a couple other teams there. Uh, how about uh, Hank Aaron? Hank Aaron, the legend. Man, just amazing, man. Had an opportunity one time. Yeah, yeah. Uh, amazing man. Absolutely. A brave legend. Yes, brave legend indeed, yes. Some say he is still the home run king. Yes. Even though Barry Bonds is you know, numerically there. But uh, right. we all know the issues with uh, Barry Bonds. But <laughs> so. That's all right. That's all right. Take that for what you will. How about uh, Matt Ryan? Matty Ryan. Matty Ice. Another Falcon. Matty Ice is a Falcon. Yep. yep. Didn't win that Super Bowl when he uh, relinquished that uh, <laughs> lead to the Patriots in that Super Bowl. Yes, yes. I was back, there. Right? Yeah, man. That's crazy. Yeah. That was just crazy. Yep. Yep. We yep. had it in yep. the back. After, after the lights went out, right? Yeah, man. We thought we had it. <laughs> this is crazy. That's crazy. <laughs> Uh, how about uh, Dominique Wilkins? Dominique Wilkins, man. Just, you know, another hawk. Another hawk, man. yes. The human highlight reel. That's right, that's right. Yep. Legendary with the Atlanta Hawks. Absolutely. And uh, how about Tom Glavin? Tom Glavin. You know, another another phrase. Yeah, I love it. Yeah. You rolling here. You rolling here. Yes, Atlanta Brave legendary. That's right. Smoltz, Glavin, and they had another one there who's not going to be in this uh, in this game here, but uh, Maddox. Greg yes. Maddox was another. Yep. yep. Those three. They had some arms back then. They they looking good this year too. So. Yep. Yep. Yeah. We'll see. How if deep we go. Dodgers we can handle them in these playoffs. Yeah, so and, uh, not. So not. You know. <laughs> and uh, how about your la- uh, your last one here? How about Deion Sanders? Oh, Come on now. Come on now. Dion, another Falcon, another Falcon, another Falcon. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think he actually played for the Braves too. For like, yeah, I, I was trying to trip you up there. Yes. <laughs> I could not right. get you right there. <laughs> yes. That's right. That's right. Dion was a two-sport legend there with the Falcons yeah. and the Braves. Right. Man, one of the few Amazing that could coach. do that. He's done a great job, man. 
He's doing a, he's doing a great job over there at Colorado right now. Even though they lost two in a row, man, that last uh-huh. game against USC, uh, his son and, and the rest of them were balling. Yeah, yeah. I think they believe. I think they really believe. Yep. yep. So. I remember you, you did great in this uh, in this ATL to the ATL. So we gonna call you the winner. rocked that not even one wrong i tried to get you try to get you on that dm yeah, but you, yeah, like, yeah, nah. yeah, you yeah. did the dikembe no 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 <laughs> man <laughs> dale's got talent brother man we gotta get you to it yeah we gotta get you to a bigger stage bro we gotta push hey you. i appreciate love that it. appreciate love that it. hey brother how about some uh closing thoughts for for the audience before we let you out of here you know closing thoughts are just um you know don't don't let yourself uh you know think small Think big, dream a little bit. Also, don't let yourself get trapped. Um, you know, I know, Dale, I know you reach out to a lot of these brothers out here and sisters out here, and um, I know you make yourself um, uh, accessible. You know, um, if you're not feeling like you're being respected or you got questions, uh, there's a whole network that you should be plugging. It's the biggest thing is plug into this thing, um, whether it is in law enforcement or in business. You know, our network um, is our real safety net. Um, is our real backup of how to do things right um, and how to really, you know, succeed. Uh, and again, make sure that you are pushing yourself financially because you do not want to listen to all these broke people who are telling you, oh, your pension is going to be there, 401k, yada, yada. That's not true. I'm, I'm going to tell you that's not true. Um, you need to take, you know, ownership and don't let this thing um, intimidate you. It's not that hard. You handle it a lot more complex situations and, and, and stuff out there that you can you can take your your future hands and be successful so good words good words to live by man and to follow mm. appreciate that all right yeah all right Lamont. hey hey i appreciate you i appreciate Thank you me. coming on man this this was fire today i yeah. really i really do appreciate everything that you that you talked about here give us some food for thought things yeah. to think about yeah, yeah come on here. again, you know, and, and, you know, to maybe do where, you know, we open up to your ask some questions, maybe, you know, um, I know some, a lot of people, uh, you know, hit us up, uh, would love to just, you know, talk to your, talk to your people and let them, you know, ask some questions live or, or something like that. Yep. Yep. Let's do that. Let's do that. All right. Cool. Cool. All right, All right brother. Hey, you enjoy your Saturday and, uh, Hey, we'll you. talk soon and, Sounds uh, good. go, go, go Dodgers. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> appreciate you appreciate you. all right brother I'll talk to you. thank you thank you thank you all right. all right told y'all was gonna be a banger right thank you lamont for bringing your unique approach to financial independence to all of us i enjoyed our conversation and will surely be hooking up with you my damn self you guys out there enjoyed that conversation too go on ahead and let me know by leaving a comment down below and also by liking and sharing this video. I'll be back in another couple weeks with another banger, but till then, y'all already know. Stay black in blue. Till next time. Peace. This has been a Nature D Entertainment presentation.